Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Pod Network Entertainment. Sometimes we're quite afraid to to share people things. Yung mga lessons learned natin, we keep it we keep it to ourselves. So when I say becoming visible, you you become visible in your community. You become visible to the areas of practice that you are involved with, and because when when you become visible, you only you don't only give, you you also receive. So, parang you try to give as many as you can through sharing. Diba, to your communities of practice and all that. But at the same time, merong babalik sa'yo. Diba? Yung sinasabi ni RJ kanina that, that your net worth is your network. And good evening, good afternoon, good morning to wherever you are listening or watching my podcast from here in the Philippines or from all over the world. And welcome to my podcast, the RJ Ledesma Podcast. Now, here this podcast, I like to interview the country's trailblazing and pioneering business personalities and entrepreneurs to learn more about how they think about doing business, what are their success secrets, and are they willing to share those success secrets with, with us? And also, how have they innovated, pivoted, evolved their businesses during this time? And more importantly, what businesses do they see emerging in the near future? Now, is there a business personality or entrepreneur that you would like me to interview here on the podcast? Please let me know. I would love to learn from them here as well. I, at the same time, just message me who they are. I would like to also let you know that I'm also live on YouTube and on Kumu. Now, usually here on the show, we talk about uh, what are the secrets that entrepreneurs have or what are they doing to help improve or hack their way towards success? And uh, the startup or the business we'll be talking to here tonight uh, is involved in a bit of that on how to hack your way to success. They're called Ask Lex PH Academy. Ask Lex PH Academy was established to deliver excellence by maximizing value creation for individuals and organizations. They believe that everyone can be hashtag significantly better, like statistically significantly better through the services that they design and that they, they, that they deploy for companies. Uh, they assess the needs of students and professionals and organizations for skills development that will lead to true value creation. And they created programs for continuous improvement and innovation, covering facets of continuous improvement, innovation, analytics, engineering, and professional development. And at the helm of this organization is an individual who has won numerous awards, which include the 2022 Asia CEO Awards, LBC, SME Company of the Year, which actually my company, Mercado Central, won back in 2019. And at the same time, in 2023, he was awarded the Lean Six Sigma Award by the Industrial Engineering and Operations Management International Society. He was also a finalist for uh, the INJAPSEA Outstanding Young Entrepreneur Award by the Philippine Chamber of Commerce and Industry, and also a finalist uh, for the De La Salle University and FINMA Group of Companies, Ramon Vidal-Rosario, Sick Love Awards. Let's please welcome here on the show the founder and CEO of Ask Lex PH Academy, Mr. Felix Veroya. Felix, welcome to the podcast. Wow. <laughs> Magandang gabi, Sir RJ, and uh, thank you for inviting me. Finally, natuloy na. Finally, natuloy na tayo. So happy to have you over here. And just to let people know, you know yes. the last time I saw Felix face-to-face, he also won another award. And the award that he won was when I hosted an event for the Philippine Institute of Industrial Engineers uh, when they celebrated their 25th anniversary. And he just won the Philipp- the Presidential Citation Award. What exactly does it mean, uh, Felix? Uh, yeah, uh, thank you, RJ, for that. Well, um, the trophy is actually behind me, that, that one, I think. Wow. So yung nakasulat is uh, 
uh, PAIE Award Presidential Citation for garnering numerous awards from reputable award-giving organizations for, and including, of course, yung practice and promotion of the IE or the industrial engineering promo, uh, profession. So, yun, yun, dan tayo nabigyan ng citation ni uh, President Jerry D. Fantastic. Now, uh, besides that, so besides that, we also want to pay it forward for the people who are listening here right now uh, to our program, to our podcast. And I understand you'll be giving away uh, tickets and virtual passes to the second Philippine Lifelong Learning Conference happening on December 2. Can you tell us a bit more, what exactly is a lifelong learning conference? What is that? Did you guys did you guys put that together? Yeah. Uh, well, just to give an idea and context, the Aslex page academy, uh, we basically embrace yung um, accountability for lifelong learning. So for those who who doesn't have any idea about lifelong learning, yung typical na maririnig natin na similar to this is yung parang continuous professional development. <laughs> but lifelong learning, um, it basically stretches not only kapag student ka na college, up until maging professional, even even elementary. So it cuts across various segments ng, ng isang tao o nung lifetime ng isang tao up until mas, mas may edad ka pa compared dun sa typical na age ng professionals which is about like about 35, 40, ganyan. So uh, what we do is we, we well, what we do is we embrace really yung lifelong learning. All of the things that we offer we offer in on the business side, dun siya nagre-revolve around uh, the mandates of UNESCO Institute of Lifelong Learning at saka yung uh, typically maririnig natin yung UN Sustainable Development Goals. So dun siya nagre-revolve no. So yung ginawa natin last year we started uh meron tayo ng conference which hosted mm-hmm. leaders on uh, on di- different pillars of aspects that cuts across yung lifelong learning. So nabanggit mo kanina yung innovation, sustainability, analytics, continuous improvement. So we hosted uh, thought leaders uh, to give keynotes and plenary and, and then it to be involved in panel discussions last year. And then we launched also uh, softwares na would facilitate yung support for lifelong learning last year. It's called to us for analytics. And then we have this award. We call it the Alpha Excellence Award, which give awards to people in our community, our stakeholders that really practices lifelong learning. So lifelong learning, chaka yung dif- different pillars we provide. So it's really a celebration of the lifelong learning community here in the Philippines. Since wala pang nag-o-own, universities have their own parang units. I've known some university that will have like uh, ex-university, Institute of Lifelong Learning, something like that. But wala pang as in community na nag exist na as in continuous learners who want to yes. improve on what they want to do. Yes. And, and yes. So if they Correct. go there that day and they get a virtual pass, what can they get out of the day? Uh, well, of course, yung participation, it's going to be happening on um, a hi- hybrid format. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully, uh, I've invited you already sa Makati City Garden uh, Hotel. So, but limited lang kasi siya, but of course, 200, 220 packs. But we want to make it big by involving virtual uh, attendees. So there will be, at most siguro, we're expecting 500 to 1,000, hopefully. So same lang din naman experience, yung, yung delivery lang yung magkakaiba. And we'll be giving away a lot of uh, lifelong learning Components like free e-learning courses, training and, sensor- and certifications. So people can get certification um, if they attend. So many people, that's their biggest concern. If yes. conference, they can get certification. <laughs> yes, yes. They, at least they'll be getting at least two uh, entry-level certifications from us. Yun yung okay. ano namin. Fantastic, fantastic. So how can they qualify for free virtual passes to the second Philippine Lifelong Learning Conference if, to be on December yeah, 2 they, City Garden Hotel. Can we just flash up on the screen, Zeke, my, my, uh, my producer, can we flash right now on screen uh, the uh, Lifelong Learning Conference poster? So yeah, keep, continue, please, yeah. how can they, how yeah. they qualify? So what, what's good about this is if they, you know, they interact with this conversation that we're having right now, uh, someone from my team will be getting the names and will be contacting them if they interact, no? And then what's good about having a virtual pass um, is that they'll have a chance to win as per my CFO, which is basically my wife as well. Uh, very seven good. Your CFO out should of... always be your wife. Your CFO should always be your wife. 
correct. Yeah. Seven, seven, uh, seven thousand pesos. If you can still remember during the PIA twenty-five, namigay sila ng lima, tama di ba? Lima na uh, twenty, tama ba? Ilang twenty? Hindi walo bang twenty-five thousand? So I remember, yes. <laughs> so, yung uh, sa amin naman, pito kasi we're celebrating uh, our 7th anniversary sa ASLEC. So, pito na 7,000 peso. So, if you have a virtual pass, you also qualify for this. And you can get an, a free virtual pass just by uh, engaging and staying with us during this particular um, interview. Eh, yeah. Kung ganyan, dapat panalo na si Domenico Roy De Castro. Can you, can you feature them over Domenico Roy De Castro? Kasi sabi niya dito, guwapo yan si Sir Felix in person. Bakit? Guwapo rin siya kahit virtually. Ah. Nakikita ko naman dito. Ikaw, Domenico, meron ka. Meron ka na free virtual pass. Sa kasabi ko ngayon. Okay. Thanks so much. So more comments like that one. Uh, so again, thanks so much. Uh, thanks for sharing with us your upcoming lifelong learning conference and also for people who want to learn more about um, AskLex. No? His website, actually, we're going to show his website in just a bit. But what is the website again, Felix, if the people want to research a bit more on AskLex? Yeah, so you can reach us at asklexph.com. Yeah, so you can see all of our upcoming events. The free e-learning courses that you can take, there are about more than 100 already. And uh, yung mga premium courses, if you, if there are some that would interest you. So yeah. You got So asklexph.com to check out the upcoming Correct. courses uh, that you can get here in uh, asklexph Academy. Now, before we get into that one, no, and we understand much better, uh, you know, we got people here trying to listen in. Some are students, some are undergrads, some people have graduated. And, and with your background is as an industrial engineer, which informs the reason why you actually put up AskLex. But one of the biggest, you know, one of the biggest uh, learnings I had insights coming out of the industrial engineering hosting was that not many people understand what does an industrial engineer do? Because it's sort of like a hybrid between engineering and business. And it's the curriculums can change from school to school, but right now they're trying to certify that body. Uh, can you help, help people better explain? Ano bang ibig sabihin ng isang industrial engineer? What do you guys actually do? Kasi may mga bankers kayo, may mga finance guys kayo. But you've got guys in manufacturing. You've got guys in different sectors. Correct, correct. Thank you uh, for giving me the opportunity to explain ano yung IE, no? So, yeah, that, that's correct. I, IE or industrial engineering is actually a crossroads between management and engineering. So some other universities don't have industrial engineering na course. They have management engineering, no? So, ano ba yung IE? So, IE is... Right? Ateneo. Yes, yes. And, uh, yes, management engineering. school industrial management engineering. But that's under the yes, yes. yes, correct. So, um, so basically, ang ginagawa ng isang industrial engineer, uh, so we design, we maintain, we improve systems of different resources. So from man, machine, method, material, environment. So lahat ng yon through combination of different mathematics and sciences. So some people kasi... Because IE, wala kasi kaming board exam, unlike other engineering disciplines. So they thought uh, IE is easier compared to this, of course, fellow engineering discipline na may board exam. So yun nga yung isa sa isang unang scam na narinig ko sa buhay ko nung bago ako mag-major mag ng IE. Kasi akala ko madali lang yung IE, walang math. Yun para yun pala yung decision making pala when you take an IE course is through mathematics and science. So sabi ko, okay, parang hindi yata tama yung pinili ko since hindi rin ako ganun ka-well-versed ka sa math and science. But I was able to, ano naman, to to graduate pa rin naman from, from the course. And I, I find it really um, value-adding as a professional. You mentioned about when you attended the PIA 25, you were surprised na there are people coming from different backgrounds like may, may service, may manufacturing. Kasi basically what an IE do is really more of process-based. So for as long as may process, supposedly dapat may isang IE sa isang organization. So yun yung basic na role namin to make, to design, uh, to sustain, to improve, innovate, yung process na ginagamit ng mga organizations. Got that. And having said all that, well, let's finally get to what AskLex PH Academy is all about. Now, just to clarify, uh, AskLex, this is not a startup. This is not 
a tech startup. It's an educational company. Is that right? Is that the correct understanding? Yeah. Um, funny thing is that we started as a typical MSME, training and consulting. But of course, pandemic happened. no. So that's why somehow we pivoted to becoming an edtech. So bakit, bakit naging edtech bigla? Uh, it's because during pandemic, you know, uh, we're, we're constrained with, with all the movements, logistical. So, hindi kami pwede mag-operate kagaya nung typical. So, we thought of ways on how we could still operate, we, how, we, how we could continue the business, even with this constraint. So, before pandemic, meron na kaming component na tinatawag na e-learning. So, yun yung, ngayon yung new tinitake natin ng mga courses, like mga recorded na videos, or different learning elements like quizzes and all that. So meron na kami nun before pandemic. Ang difference lang is that during during pand- or before pandemic, we used an or we're using an off the shelf na solution or learning management system which basically um limits yung you know the way that we want to do kung paano namin ito weekend all that. So nung pandemic, sabi namin nako anong gagawin natin? Um uh, ang daming limitations and all that but hindi tayo pwedeng ma-dissolve kasi ito yung basically on a personal note ito yung bread and butter ko since I I left corporate 2019 so right right immediate biglang pandemic di ba so really challenge no and then sabi ko dun sa 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 wife ko tsaka dun sa CEO ko kay Jojo kay Kathleen Jojo sabi ko ano kayong pwedeng natin gawin we don't have that much money but uh, I think yung business coming kam, moving forward no to the next normal new normal parang yung mga tao will be a- accepting na itong gantong technology kasi before nung wala pang pandemic even nandiyan na yung mga e-learning and virtual classes they don't want to you know accept it kasi parang hindi may option pa naman kami for face to face eh biglang wala yon di ba so yeah. parang lahat nag, nag nagkailangan mag ano mag shift so cut the story short yung meager amount na meron kami that time, sinugal namin dun sa pag-develop ng first version ng own learning management system namin, which we call now uh, Alpha Digital, which is hosted at aslexph.com. So, yun. So, after nun, uh, yun, parang we, we classify ourselves as an edtech. That's also given as the access to incubation and acceleration programs, especially ni Kubo at ni DTI. So, nakadalawa na kami and it actually helped us to refine our, not only the business model, but also the financial model of of the business. Got and uh, it also provided us access then to different uh, international markets. So, well, of course, when you, when you talk about virtual, basically, kahit naman saan talaga yan eh. But, uh, you know, you have to put presence uh, in, into other, you know, other locations para at least uh, there will be someone who would be supporting you on the ground. So, ganun yung nangyayari sa amin ngayon. So, we're reaching globally, but of course, the main main market pa din is Philippines and then Southeast Asian countries. But we have clients coming from uh, Europe and then US also and then the Middle East. But now, we started uh, putting up some 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 joint ventures in locations like Indonesia and then just recently we, we visited Hong Kong kasabay nung Genty Summit para tanong kung paano yung process ng pag-put up doon. So, ganun na nangyari bigla. From an MVP, we moved yung yung uh, website na meron kami ngayon. It was like last year where we have so many users kasi we yeah. have both free courses, e-learning courses, and then premium courses. So madami yung mga students kasi na nagte-take kasi kailangan nila sa school. That's why that's why yung passion namin nag that has been fueled nung pandemic kasi akala namin parang para sa amin lang for the business side. Pero we realized na more than the business component, mas malaki pala yung social entrepreneurial component ng nagawa naming solution. Like uh educators and then leaders from the universities would be sending me messages na sasabihin nila thank you daw dun sa platform kasi yung mga bata na hindi nakapag-internship during pandemic, tuloy-tuloy pa rin nila na natake yung mga kailangan nilang subjects as a replacement for internship so which is hindi namin alam nung una parang it was just known to us through through reaching nung mga uh, leaders ito from the university so from that point sabi namin sige tuloy natin, we, we invested much business money, nagtabi ulit kami from what we earned from last year and then we solicited some through crowdfunding from uh, business friends. So yun, ngayon from a 
200,000 worth na platform. It's now more than, uh, valued at more than 2 million. And uh, we keep on updating para mas masama yung mga components talaga na mag-improve and para mas maging efficient yung learning process or learning experience ng mga users. So you can actually say that the pandemic was a good thing for you. I mean, not to say that I mean, overall, it kind of forced you to get out of your little box or how you frame the business model of this. Because if it wasn't there, uh, the success the, the success or the, the acceleration of EdTech would have taken maybe, of what you're doing, would have taken five to ten years. Correct, correct. You're, you're correct on that one, uh, RJ. Because um, I, I don't know if you've seen sa, sa Facebook or sa, sa LinkedIn, during pandemic, kasi there was this question, who accelerated innovation or started innovation in your company? Is it your CEO, your COO, your CTO, or covid so, ginagamit ko yun on my talk. So, COVID. So, you're correct. Kasi parang, yeah, um, we're, we're on the roadmap. We have a roadmap kasi that we, we've written 2019-2018. And it was, you're, you're right, na parang supposedly on the next 5 to 10 years. But it was then accelerated because of what happened. Yeah. Pangit. Medyo pangit pakinggan because some some businesses have, have been forced to, uh, to close awesome. their businesses. Yeah. But, but for us, it, Maybe we've seen that as an opportunity to pivot. Exactly. Yeah. Na parang okay, it's either pivot or perish. Eh. So yeah. Uh, kahit kahit major risky, kasi talagang wala kaming enough money. No, I mean, sabi ko kung ano lang yung maabot. Kung baka parang nag, meron kang coin bank, binasag mo. Parang kung ano lang yung maabot yeah. ng pera na to, yun lang. Kasi we parang ang hirap ng transition na hindi mo alam paano irarang yung mga trainings mo, yung mga courses mo, okay. and then. Uh, after quite some time, yun nga, may revelation, may enlightenment, and then the team was, you know, on the same page, on the same boat, na sige, i-risk natin to, and then kung ano man yung mangyari, panindigan natin. Kumbaga. So, but it, it, it happened, and then it, it, it basically succeeded, and then after nga lang ng quite some, two, two years of that MVP, kasi talagang, uh, Again, how do you call it? understand this quickly. MVP means minimum viable product. It's like your very first product. Yes, yes, yes. Without the bells and whistles, wala pa yung mga uh, icing on the cake. Talagang cake lang yan. Correct, correct. We're, we're basically, yeah, tama, MVP or minimum viable product. So, um, in design thinking or design sprint, it's basically the first iteration or, yes, iteration. or prototype of your product. And by the way, innovation they also teach design thinking in Ask Lex yes. for those who want to know a bit more. And Felix, uh, maybe later we can give you a chance to explain a bit more because some people, like for me, when I was in college, design thinking was not even present, but maybe it will help a lot of the uh, upcoming entrepreneurs to, to appreciate what design thinking is about. Uh, by the way, you know, yes. I just want to point out as an entrepreneur because it's our job not to say whether times are good or bad. It's our job to say what are the opportunities in good times and bad times. And especially for you in a bad time, you have to think about what can you do with your business and you just have to pivot it forward. There's there's no other choice for entrepreneurs but to always look at what's the positive side of this one. And that's exactly what they did. Now, as we continue, I just want to acknowledge over here another EdTech. I don't know if you've met him just yet, Felix, but I met him in the... He was part of this the Wildfire uh, Pitch Awards that we just had, a startup uh, pitching competition here in the Philippine region. Uh, Justin Itugot, who's there right now, uh, also commented here in our Facebook Said, nice to see a fellow EdTech startup founder here. Congratulations on your successes, uh, Felix Concepcion Beroya. His startup is uh, called Cerebro, just like the like in X-Men, Cerebro. It's a very interesting startup. Mm, yes. It's a courseware providing ready-made and curriculum-based digital content for schools, which allow teachers to ease their workload and reduce their prep time by up to 400 hours per year. I'm saying this one because Justin will be my next guest here also on the podcast. <laughs> I'm hoping that you and Justin... Uh, we'll get to collaborate. I'm sure there's always points of collaboration uh, for our EdTech startup. Yes, yes. It's great because it's like you guys, yes, it's yes. education.ph, it's Cerebro. I mean, we've got we've got nice, uh, you know, it's building the ecosystem. Uh, as they often say, you know, that's, that's why uh, there are two things I believe when it comes to doing, you know, why I work with the startup industry is that number one is that your network is your net worth. The more people that you know and you understand, you're able to get a bigger picture of what you do. Uh, but secondarily, mm-hmm. the, other, the other thing I also believe is that a rising tide lifts all boats. So as the EdTech community improves, everybody improves at the same time. There's no need for us to uh, compete. It's now, it's everybody's, parang, there's no there's no real competition nowadays when you think about how, how we have to build up our own startups in our specific fields like EdTech. Ed so 
Again, thanks so much, Justin, for listening to us. Now, Felix, I want to go back. You know, we kind of went ahead of the discussion, started talking about already your pivot of the business. But I want to step back again. Yeah. People are going, okay, this is very an interesting discussion, RG, but exactly what is Ask Lex PH all about? Can you explain? I, they okay. always call it an elevator pitch, right? But what is, in, in about 30 seconds to a minute, can you easily explain what Ask Lex PH is all about? All right. So, well, basically, as Lex Page Academy, we use our uh, we call ourselves Alpha. No, para maikli lang. Alpha is the acronym. So, Alpha is basically a value-adding organization that focuses on lifelong learning. So, our mission is to make lifelong learning, specifically for uh, graduating students and young professionals, to be accessible and sustainable. Sabi mong uh, sabi nga kanina when we were introduced. Uh, to make people and organization hashtag significantly better. Okay, so ano ba yung ibig sabihin, ano ba yung ginagawa talaga ni Aslex? So basically, what we do is we provide training and uh, certification as well as consulting services. But uh, unlike the typical MSME na nasa training and consulting, so ang ginagawa namin, or ang ginagawa na namin ngayon is we integrated the use of technology to make the learning process more efficient, faster, para makakuha agad ng ROI yung mga businesses that send their employees to trainings and certifications under our programs. Okay? So, paano ba namin siya ginagawa? So, I mean, typic- as in the typical na you can sit, you can either choose to sit for a face-to-face class which basically now we offer on the business-to-business model. So, wala pa kaming ulit ngayon public since people, uh, maybe consumer behavior-wise, mas prefer na nila, most of them, yung online, live online classes. So wala pang masyado mumabalik sa face-to-face unless siguro libre. But on their own money, so kaya business-to-business yung face-to-face namin. So they can opt to join live online classes, instructor-led via Zoom or uh, Google Meet. So yan, pwede silang mag-attend doon. And all of those are uh, augmented by what we call the e-learning component. So the e-learning, they'll be given access na kaagad dun sa mga recorded videos na naka-segment na per topic, tsaka mga quizzes, gamified quizzes, and exercises. Para pagdating nila dun sa actual classes nila, they have the basic understanding of what to do. And then what we do on the actual classes is more of the mentoring, yung mga workshops na. So ganun yung ginagawa namin ngayon sa ASDEX. And On top of that, kasi nga parang we're a lifelong learning organization. So hindi lang kami puro premium. We have a lot of projects that we do for uh, the community. So one one thing that we we started during the pandemic, I, I mentioned this earlier, na ginagawa pa rin namin ngayon is yung pag-provide ng free e-learning courses around innovation, sustainability, analytics, and continuous improvement. So RJ mentioned about design thinking. So it's actually one of the courses that they can take for free dun sa course, course tab or course section ng, ng Alpha Digital or ng Aslex Page Academy Digital. So that's one. We also host different free webinars that they can take most us uh, not most some of them leads to free certification kasi nga again we're not a typical training meron kaming certification component and the certification component we try to democratize access to it so if you're here listening if you're a graduate student you would want to put an edge doon sa um, resume mo or CV mo so you would want to buff yung profile mo with certain trainings that are relevant. So, which is, yun nga, innovation, sustainability, analytics, continuous improvement. So, you can try visit courses. If you're here, you're a professional, you would want to get, like, that promotion or maybe jump from one job to another uh, in a different company. Of course, you need parang to flex ano ba yung mga alam mo na, na relevant to this current uh, workplace setup. So, lahat ng yan... Uh, mapa-agile man yan, design thinking, sustainability, uh, Lean Six Sigma, lahat ng yan, meron tayong mga courses that you can take for free. Of course, meron din tayong premium. But yung sa free, uh, because lifelong learning, so iba-ibang level din, iba-ibang, uh, depende kung paano mo i-craft kung ano yung specialization na gusto mong ipakita dun sa next employer mo or dun sa uh, future employer mo for the students. So really, ano, really up to you. But we also offer mentoring at saka yung pag-identify ng uh, ano ba yung path no kasi we have like uh, ongoing studies 
paano ba malalaman based on their attributes? Ano yung path na uh, okay sa akin based on the data that has been fed dun sa model? So this is basically analytics. But it's it's not yet incorporated in the system. We we do it offline. So kung may kunwari, may mag-i-inquire, magpapatulong about Sir Lex or Sir Jojo, ano, ano ba yung pwede namin na path kasi parang they're quite confused. Yeah, so especially yung mga young professionals or yung mga fresh grads. We we help them to identify that for them. Uh not oh, not parang hard on stone, but really try to give them parang like enlightenment. Ano ba yung like the same profile na meron ako? Felix Viroya, kunwari, uh, with given attributes, ano yung mga typical na pwede kong puntahan na work? Para at least may guidance sila. Kasi yun yung isa sa, uh, you're talking about design thinking. When when you talk about design thinking, mababanggit palagi yung pain points. The reason why we we put up this one is, it's because of, you know, not only the, uh, the, the need for the business, but really we started as an advocacy. I have a pain point when I was in college, Professional certifications and training are really high, especially for Linsig Sigma. So sabi ko noon, kapag ako nakagraduate at ako nagkapera or nagka-opportunity, I'll make sure that I'll help people who have the same pain points uh, para ma-address yung pain point na yon. na magkameron sila ng, ng access dun sa mga ganong type ng program. Para pagdating nila dun sa, sa actual na na na, na field or dun sa professional na, ano nila, na journey nila, Kumbaga, hindi, sila mag, hindi nila sasabihin na sana pala, sana may ganitong access sa ganito. ba I mean, we, we're now in the age kasi na we have access to several sources. But uh, siguro yung kaibahan lang namin, yung unique value namin is that we, for entry, especially for entry-level certifications, most of them were giving for free. So hindi na kami naniningil para doon. Para kumbaga, they have a head start then. If money is the problem, then somehow we're, we're giving them this this ano, this uh, advantage. I like that. So basically, you began with a pain point of yours, which was that you didn't have, the courses were too yeah. expensive for you and you want to get access uh, when you were still in college. So it began as an right. office, meaning that you were, were you were you working at the time that you set up Six Sigma, how uh, you set up rather um, uh, AskLex on, uh, uh, as, a, as a side hustle? Is that right? Yes, yes. Um, just like the typical na entrepreneur na, di ba? I mean, uh, for entrepreneurs kasi, especially kapag hindi ka galing sa family of entrepreneurs, so basically, ang, ang sobrang laki nung space nung, nung, nung fear bago ka maka, bago ma-break yung wall nung fear, yung, yung, yung space na yun. So, parang ako, I started it as, yun nga, as to your point, side hustle. And then there was this time after couple of years, so sabi ko, if medyo nag-okay niya siya kasi you keep on refining the model and then looking at how you can further improve, you're, you've been onboarding people to help you out. And then na-realize ko, come 2019, if itong Asklex itong is giving us this this much already on a sideline basis, what more pa yung pwede namin makuha if we do this full-time? Para may ganong... Sige, yeah. sige, try natin. Parang pwede naman akong bumalik sa work anytime. Kasi nga parang uh, naging mataas na yung level of certification ko sa Linsig Sigma. And if you scan kasi yung yung job market, med, ma, mataas pa din talaga yung valuation. So parang sabi ko, sige, siguro naman walang mawawala. So I, I we tried na mag-full-time ako. And then eventually, uh, yung wife ko din nag-full-time na din. And then we from the three of us, yung CFO, yung COO, si Kathy and Jojo, and me now, uh, we've grown to like more than 10 or about 20 people na, that were, that are working all together for us. Like, so really, you have, as an entrepreneur, again, there are always layers of fear para, kumbaga, masabi na, kailangan mo tong mamalampasan para uh, mag, matuloy-tuloy yung vision mo of, of what you want to do. But at first, sobrang hirap. Parang um, laging baka mag-fail, ganyan. Laging, laging ganun yung mindset eh. Laging baka mag-fail, baka mag-fail. Wala naman akong enough na wala akong... Though, you mentioned about IE being siguro business management and then engineering. Mm-hmm. But of course, hindi siya enough eh. Because those are all principles. Iba pa rin talaga yung but, 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 talagang... Iba, iba, subok talaga, iba yung, uh, yung pinapag-aralan. Correct. Iba yung uh, application. Correct. Hindi pa. Uh-huh. correct, correct. So... 
yun so parang I, I'm happy na of course yung yung kasi nga uh, the, the world now has given us so much access to different kinds of knowledge in different forms like podcasts like this one that you're having yung mga mentors you can actually meet them online kahit hindi kayo magkakilala if you're if you have the guts to to reach to them, pwede kang magkamera ng access. Uh, I mean, there are community or groups that you can join that could provide you with, you know, uh, yung mga lessons learned nila and all that. So, napakadami na. Kaya, if there are people who are uh, having these thoughts of, you know, uh, starting something uh, entrepreneurial, um, ang suggestion ko siguro, eventually naman, uh, you'll, you'll ask me this towards that. But siguro, just to preempt a little bit, you, you try to, ano, you try to assess, hindi naman kailangan mag-jump kaagad tapos from, from, from corporate employee down to, I mean, flip to, ano, full-time entrepreneur, di ba? Hindi naman kailangan na ganun lagi yung story. But really, depending on your risk appetite. But ako parang, ilang taon ko or namin na ginawa na ano lang to, na sideline or side hustle. Na every weekend, hindi kami tumatanggap syempre kapag may pasok kami sa work. But then yun nga, it came to a point na nag-mature siya and then yun na yung naging, yun na yung naging signal mismo for us to leave the corporate and do this full time. And when you did, no, I just want to, I want to address the idea of failure just because the idea is that especially... Many people go through this one. Many entrepreneurs put up their own business goes through this one. I mean, it's nice that you got all the different awards, right? But at the same time, people don't get to see the, the failures which happen. I mean, the, I mean, there's more failures than there are awards. Is the failures than there are awards. But when when you're about to fail and you, you what 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 keeps you, I think, going when you think you're gonna fail? I mean, because there 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 are very dark times when you're an entrepreneur. And uh, what did you think? Correct, actually, correct. If, I, if I fail, I'm gonna go back to work in the corporate what kept you going despite the hard times yeah um siguro i'll just have to share when we started so um hindi ako full time no so when we started the side hustle uh we offered the the flagship program yung yellow belt dito sa Batangas muna uh we basically targeted kasi nga pain point ko when i was student walang access so we basically targeted graduating students mm-hmm. provide them with a very very minimal fee that they could get the 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 training and the certification but but to my surprise well i i thought in my head na parang okay when when we offer this at this rate with this kind of inclusions people will you know will chase us because they really want the product but i was wrong. Wala kaming makuhang client for the, for one year. So, sobrang, ano niya, sobrang heartbreaking niya for, like, um, a new entrepreneur na parang, okay, paano na yan? Wala, wala, walang, walang may gusto. Parang, I thought, pe- there are people, di ba, we, we have what we call market validation and all oh, that. That's so, right, that's right. akala okay na. So, what, what I did was tweak some parts of the offering, the product, the, the, like the four piece of marketing and all that. So, and then there was this um, uh, instructor, si Doc uh, Godoy, who who said, na, okay, let's try this out for my students. And then the rest was history. Na parang when, when, they, when people around Batangas knew that we're offering this kind of product, na ganito siya ka-accessible, parang naging sunod-sunod na yung ano. But it was like, Several to to your point, several rejections. I would I would call rejections. Because parang we offer a proposal, it get rejected. Parang it, it was too early that time, probably. And then, but I kept on doing that. I mean, siguro that time, kaya lang hindi masado sobrang sakit niya. Because hindi yun yung full time kong ginagawa. Because hindi ko muna binitawan yung work ko. Because I know, I I mean, we, I don't have a guarantee. I don't have like hundred percent. Diba? na assurance na this will work. So, uh, bago, bag, kaya nga sabi ko, after so many years, saka lang nag-mature, saka lang kami nag-full-time. So, ganun yung ano. Now, in, in this point in time, um, you mentioned about awards and all that. You're, you're correct. Sometimes people will see, I have a, I have a tattoo here. It's the iceberg model. Para, I, I, I'll be reminded always, nandito siya sa arm ko, na parang, People will only see the successes, but they don't see really the the darkest times. 
even ngayon na parang lumalaki pa din si si Aslex, marami pa rin challenges. I mean, um, for the longest time, our, our main challenge is to uh, have the funding kasi yun nga, ang dami namin projects, ang dami namin gustong gawin, but we don't really have that much funding. But we never stop. I mean, um, we, we stay true to our advocacy to help the Filipinos especially to have access to 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 have access to lifelong learning na yung na sobra yung sobrang commercialized ma-democratize na natin and yun yung patuloy pa rin naming ginagawa at times na parang feeling namin na tama pa ba tong ginagawa natin and uh, this this particular question uh, i was able to validate this with other founders then na nakakakwentuhan ko na sinasabi nila na naka, may, nakakapagod talaga minsan alam mo yon na parang uh, Sometimes yung passion hindi rin talaga enough para to fuel you. But when when whenever siguro na magsasabi ako ng gano'n na parang pagod na ako, ganyan, parang tama pa ba tong ginagawa ko, tutuloy ko pa ba to? Um, uh, people will be asking siguro, eh bakit kumikita ka naman, di ba? Eh, hindi lang kasi siya about kita, it's about making your vision happen. It's the, Not it's only the... the, the it's relevant of what you do. Parang what we call the North Star, yes. or why? Your why, excitement. Right. It's your why behind it. But when things get tough, what do you want? What's going to keep you going? So uh, what keeps me going is that um, I know that education, either informal, formal, will definitely help uh, help people not to to change their their lives. Because it happened to me, and I think uh, it is my responsibility now to to make the ripple, the that effect and to pass the baton to people na uh, maybe disadvantaged at first mm-hmm. but because of education again either formal or informal of any form has changed their lives for the better so parang nandun ako sa side na yon na parang ang dami ko pang at the, uh, at my age siguro nasa kalahati ako ng age ko hopefully mas more than pa doon uh, ito yung gusto kong gawin for the next couple of years to help people through education, specifically lifelong learning. So fantastic, yun. fantastic. Uh, Fengs, I want to ask them because right now, when people go to Ask Lex, no, and for people who might not understand, uh, there are several courses which you offer over there. Help us better understand, medyo, let's crash course yung mga nakikinig dito ngayon on, on what are the most important okay, okay. offering mm-hmm. there that you think uh, are important, especially as we approach this new, uh, I guess, I don't. I don't know the word is new world, though. But but you know, in this new working environment, what which course do you think are the most important? Let me just go back to one of my good friends over here from the Jose Cheng Costales, and this guy deserves another free pass over here. Let's see what he says. He says, "Grit, persistence, hard sacrifice is needed for business, but the most important, your faith. Success is unfair. Success is unfair sacrifice. That's the reason business is not for all." Very, very, very much agree. We're all there. Amen to that one, uh, brother. We, we all agree over there. Oh, yeah, nabigyan mo ng virtual pass yan. Nagwapo rin to si Jose Cheng Costales, ha? Kasi gwapo mo, Felix, ha? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sure, sure, sure. So, help us get a better grip. So, there's a lot of courses over there, but they're the key. Uh, mm-hmm. I often hear you saying Six Sigma. Uh, there's Kaizen, there's Design Thinking. Maybe let's start with those. For me, I see those as the most key, but yeah. mm-hmm. I better understand why they're key and briefly, what are they about? Yeah, um, so... Basically, yung flagship namin is what we call Lean Six Sigma. Lean Six Sigma is a proven methodology. So, it started from the... It, it's a combination of something that started from Toyota and Motorola. So, ano yung, ano yung, ano yung parang mabibigay niya sa'yo as a professional? So, if your work um, has something to do with processes, I mentioned about IE being fo- uh, process-focused professionals. So... Uh, similarly, kapag ang, ang work mo, kunwari, you're a process manager, a process engineer, or basta something something that deals with process, pwede mo tong itake kasi it will give you an idea on how to do problem solving and process improvement on a step-by-step approach. Like from defining your gap, measuring the sources of gap, analyzing the root causes, improve, uh, putting the improvements, and then putting the controls. So it's uh, the structure. So that's for typical problem solving. No? So Kaizen is another approach for problem solving. So we have different approaches. Kasi, no? So we have Lean, Six Sigma, Kaizen. So really depending on what they prefer. But siguro ang pinakasikat nga is yung Lean Six Sigma. We also have, of course, right this in this time and age, analytics. 
So sabi nga, uh, data science, data analytics will be the next sexiest sexiest job of the 21st century. So they could actually take data analytics. If they don't, sabi nga dun sa conference, the PIA at 25, uh, there's this misconception that people needs to shift. So you don't have to shift work from if you have like a work now, but if you want to learn and integrate how you would make use of your data to your advantage as a professional or as a business owner, then you have to learn data analytics. So uh, in, in our courses, you learn how to collect your data, manage your data, visualize your data, analyze your data, build models, and use this to your advantage to create more value for your business, especially for entrepreneurs. And not only for entrepreneurs, but also for professionals. Now, if you're like into innovating things, then you could like uh, explore design thinking, design sprint. Yeah. Uh, so it's a structured approach then. So that they, they could actually um, see these courses on the courses tab, uh, uh, like entry courses, entry-level courses. Sustainability is the next thing, of course, um, can, because of all the things that we're doing. Can a bit more to design thinking because that, that, that particularly interests me. Oh, as yeah, sure. Mm, okay, so your design thinking is actually the, same, the exact same process that we use when we pivoted. Okay, uh, like the pain points, we re- we were able to solve it using the old model, diba. But when pandemic happened, another design design thinking approach. So, ano ba yung design thinking? So, it's a problem-solving methodology that helps uh, teams better identify, understand, and basically solve uh, business problems. And customer, basically customer problems, because it's customer-centric, it's process-centric. So, it follows uh, yung context ng empathy, no? So there are five steps or, or phases. It starts with empathizing with your customers. So dun dun papasok yung tawag nating pain points, no? So parang if you have like a product or a service or a process that that your customers or consumers are using, ano yung mga pain points or ano yung mga difficulties nila in interacting with your products, services or process. And then from there, we we basically define what are those pain points. Okay. Okay. Ang, kunwari, um, let's take uh, a small use case. Let's say dun sa, uh, ano namin, sa platform namin. Ah, pag nag-login yung user, ang hirap hanapin ng mga buttons, etc., etc. So that's basically the, the defined problem. And then we now go to the, so first is emphasize, second is define. Third would be ideate. So this is where magic happens. So when you ideate, basically you involve your team members, you you um, you use two modes of thinking, uh, the convergent mode of thinking, tsaka divergent mode of thinking. So coming from one problem, you'll see opportunities on how to solve it in different ways. And then eventually, you'll come up with uh, parang yung, yung first uh, iteration ng solution mo. Uh, moving forward from idea to prototyping, no? So, uh, dun na papasok yung fail fast concepts, yan. So, from idea to prototype. So, prototype, as you mentioned, MVP. Um, so, when you want to test something, uh, hindi kailangan na buuin mo siya na as in super, super, ano, super ganda, super completo. There was this saying, um, delayed perfection is better, uh, uh, continuous improvement is better than delayed perfection because, Sometimes, yung kaya nag-fail yung ibang mga uh, businesses, they they want to perfect the product and and they don't know na meron palang competitor na nag-launch na early to learn more about the the, the product coming from the actual users, yung ganon. So, yan. Um, yun yung isa ding tinuturo ng design thinking. And of it's course, really, it's, really, it's really great for entrepreneurs. It's a really great process. Especially yes, for, for people who want to launch products, because you know, I'm from a, I came from an FMCG, a fast moving consumer goods company, where sometimes you have mm. to pick the product first before you actually go to the market. But nowadays, the, the mm. philosophy has been flipped around, where sometimes you have to have an experiment. You mean you either put up the pilot project for the product, or you know, you got you just have to have the product right. learned. In fact. If you look at many of the apps nowadays, I mean, design thinking is built in because they really put out the app with the minimum viable product where they, they're, it's expected to fail a bit because you're supposed to learn from the failure of that MVP that is out there and being tested by people. Is that correct, Felix? Correct. Yes, exactly. That's, that's the exact um, 
logic behind it. Kaya tinawag siyang fail fast. So you don't have to perfect the product before you launch it. Kasi kapag ganun, yun nga, baka meron yung nauna sa'yo. And uh, mawawala yung market leadership sa'yo if, if that happens. Di ba? Parang mas maganda yung mauna ka doon. Uh, you, you, were, you were able to introduce the brand. And then, okay lang na mag-iterate. It's part of the cycle. It's part of the process. So, Got yun that. talaga yung dapat nangyari. So, and it's true yeah. that, yeah, we've been doing, uh, we've been putting this, uh, ano siguro, maybe with, with your help, no? Uh, we've been putting this design thinking workshop with uh with uh aslex or under aslex to help entrepreneurs to 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 ingrain this mindset uh, to them no kasi parang ikaw yung if you're the leader of the uh, the business if you're the entrepreneur who owns the business so syempre yung yung innovation yung yung lahat yung improvement ng product and services mo and then the processes accountable ka doon so if you know a working model that has been proven no for the longest time that works mas magiging kumbaga mas magiging maganda yung resulta ng 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 business mo kasi you you take ownership of that so we're putting this hopefully by by early next year uh kung may makita tayo ng mga partners uh we could do this in partnership uh of course with you or your your business no, I, I would like your business I would teach that to food entrepreneurs in the mercado in my mercado food business because many uh, many uh, new upcoming entrepreneurs, con- the, the concern among them naman is that, you know, they're coming up with gaya-gaya products, copycat products. And that becomes oh. not sustainable. Eh? Because sometimes they don't Correct. have the ability to iterate. Because for me, is we can teach them uh, how to, what, what is the secret sauce of innovation. Let's say, you've got to make it a bit different, right? You've got to ID. But to create something that's ID that is not easy for many people, right? If I mean, it's easy to say, yeah. but it's different to do, right? It's not just to, to do. Mm-hmm. You've got to test and validate. And it, so it's a great methodology for different things that, that people do. And of course, hopefully from this discussion, uh, we're going to create more products coming out. And this is what's great about doing this podcast as well. Like earlier on, you got to see Cerebros over here. Hopefully they work with Felix. Uh, Mercato is here. Hopefully our Mercato Food Academy, we get to work together with Felix to develop a curriculum for the academy here as well. I think that's, that's really... What, what we talk about network is your net worth and really, you know, how we work together in this sort of uh, startup ecosystem. Now, can you give me one more course? You talked about right. another interesting thing which I like, which is about sustainability. And why is sustainability important, especially, I guess, for entrepreneurs to learn about? What is what is sustainability, basically? Well, sustainability um, is basically making, you know, our resources available for the next generation. So uh, it's been a buzzword lately because the UN has a strong support to this, the UN Sustainable Development Goals or the UN SDGs. So for an entrepreneur, you really have to think sustainable, as you mentioned. Hindi pwedeng gaya-gaya, hindi pwedeng ano lang, basta may ma-launch ka lang. Because if 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 you want to, to thrive, you have to think about how to sustain uh, that that's one one key word. But when you talk about sustainability, sustainability, it's really a bigger no. It's a bigger framework that we're looking at. So we have seventeen uh, UN Sustainable Development Goals. So I would suggest that when you think of a business, it should be aligned to at least one of these. For example, for our case, for Asplex, uh, UN SDGs that we support basically is goal number four, which is quality education. But we're also leaning to goal number nine about infrastructure and innovation. And then we also have goal number 17. So what, what, what's the uh, this, I think you don't mind me asking, even if you align to the goal, like at least it says for sustainable entrepreneurship, how businesses can contribute to sustainability. Why? Um, I, I know it sounds kind of strange now, no? because my generation is different from, I guess, your generation by having this. When we say that, you know, there's a more meaningfulness to your generation when they do it. During my time, it was maybe just, it was more of, for for lack of a better term, part of lip service, we say it, but this generation, you do it. Why is sustainability important for your business? Uh, for for the business, of course, um, one thing is branding. No? I, I don't want to cover it up. It, it's Most of the business adopt it because of yung brand. To, to, let's say the brand is aligned with the UN Sustainable Development Goals. But 
uh, for for our case, as mentioned, we we started this as an advocacy, and then the advocacy is really uh, aligned with this. It's you mentioned about it's easier said than done. Yes, I mean, exactly. it's a very cliche. Mm. Say when when you talk about sustainability, um, and that's actually one research area that I want to explore since I'm doing my PhD now. Um, ma- mahal kasi maging sustainable. That's yes, actually yeah. the the bitter truth. Sustainable is the okay. most after pandemic you need to answer the now. Business model has to be simplified because yes, it's the most difficult thing to think about because I mean it's 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 a challenge for a business person because you're always thinking if it's sustainable, the costs are higher. I mean that that's really how, correct, how, correct. how you think about things. Right? I mean you can't help it. That that's in the operating model, how does it how is it supposed to how do you sort of justify sustainability, right? Correct, correct. So, uh, maybe the, the thing is that you need just to balance kasi whenever you put sustainability dun sa, sa, sa brand mo, it would definitely eat up cost. So, you might want to just look at the trade-off whether if we don't do this sustainable thing, ganyan, uh, are we gonna lose customers over people, over organizations who've adopted uh, sustainability practices? Like for example, for hotels, uh, I've, kasi medyo particular nga din ako sa, ano, sa sustainability practices. There was this hotel uh, sa Tagaytay na I was amazed na really, I mean from the the toiletries dun sa mga ano nila trash trash bins nila I mean alam mo yon parang sustainable but there was there are hotels na hindi naman ganon so it's really a matter of brand and if you could, if you could like basically absorb the cost and still be profitable I guess not nothing wrong with starting to adapt with sustainability because the trends is you know, pupunta na rin talaga doon. Like when when people started using design design thinking as a as a layman's term, parang ganyan. So pupunta na rin talaga tayo. But again, I, I want to be very honest na uh, the way I see, I've seen it, because for our case, medyo mas madali for services eh. Kasi whenever, you know, the things that we're doing, this this kind of like free trainings, free e-learning courses, uh, incentivizing the way they, they learn, it's basically part of, you know, the UN Sustainable Development Goals and then the UNESCO Institute of Life, Lifelong Learning Mandates. But for manufacturing, uh, yun talaga. May, may, may impact talaga sa cost. That's definitely true. Got that, got that. Very in- very interesting. Um, I want to I wanna go to the, I mean, there's a lot to talk about in the topic. I mean, you already have over here design thinking. We have uh, uh, Six Sigma. Uh, we have your Kaizen. Um, a lot of things that people can actually go on the site and learn a lot more. There's a lot of free courses, so you can drop by asklexph.com. And uh, like Jose Cheng, thanks so much for contributing so much. Marami ka tickets na dyan, Mr. Costales. Yes, yes, of course. I like the engagement. He says, if your sustainability starts with the play of finance. Can we just uh, highlight that again? Um, uh, Zeke, no, sustainability starts with the play of finance. Very much agree. Um, now, I want to just ask right now, uh, you know, we're, we're starting to come to the end of this podcast, but uh, what do you see basically uh, as the the opportunities for entrepreneurs here right now, given your perspective of seeing how all these courses can benefit them? Um, what are you seeing as, 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 as working entrepreneurs to play out there once they gain uh, these learnings? Mm-hmm. Well, um, not all courses are geared to becoming entrepreneurs, no? But siguro coming from my personal experience, again, um, I started, you know, seeing a, my pain point as an opportunity. And then, you know, everything just just uh, went through its course of action. But siguro for people who are like professional technical, there's always naman opportunity like, uh, you, you would want to capitalize or sell your services, no? So, also, I mean, n- nandun naman tayo sa era na yun, like freelance, consultants, and all that. You just have to find ano yung, ano yung in-demand in terms of uh, relevance, no? In, in relevance to what is being required. Kunwari, um, some, some people are quite afraid uh, of, of artificial intelligence, replacing jobs, di ba? Parang ganyan-ganyan. But there are, like, new jobs that are being created that they could like take the training about artificial intelligence, understand how like GPT models are being used for more productive ways. Like ako, uh, I'm, I'm guilty 
na gumagamit ako ng chat GPT kasi sobrang bilis, sobrang as a means para mas mabilis kong magawa yung mga kailangan kong gawin especially at some, some of the administrative task like ganyan-ganyan so um may, may may mga jobs na pwedeng ma-create so kung kung kunwari mag-focus ka dito sa sa emerging na na skill na to or like uh, technology yeah, yeah. Pwede kang maging maging ano, pwede kang maging uh, pwede kang mag-offer ng service that that basically covers things na dati matagal gawin na ngayon kaya mong gawin yeah. because you have earned that skill through the technology. So ganun ganun natin siya dapat tingnan. Pero yeah. I want to share actually yesterday I hosted the event of Philippine Daily Inquirer What Works at Work. And one of the topics covered was that about uh, AI and will it will it will it create jobs or eliminate jobs? But the way to perceive it is that um, AI might eliminate repetitive jobs, but it actually creates more jobs right now. It will create right. more jobs in the future, the same way that uh, that maybe when when computers and laptops came in. I mean, there were other jobs which disappeared, but more jobs were created in the end. Like, for example, we're gonna have prompt engineers because of ChatGPT. Right. Uh, we're gonna have people who are creating new images or things because of the result of things like uh, uh, Midjourney, right? So again, no, AI yes, is yes. really good and hopefully we get to leverage that, you know, we don't see it as something that competes with jobs, but rather something that upskills your job. And just right. as an entrepreneur, you've got to see the opportunities that are present here. Don't look at the, uh, no, the job of the entrepreneur is not, look, it's not to be pessimistic. His job is to be optimistic about what it can create for you. Um, and before I move on to the next one, is I want to comment again to Rai Karingal, I think who also deserves another uh, virtual pass here. No? Just having a, sustainability simply is the ability of a company on how the management will be proactive to maintain and support the process of continuously over time. Sustainability naman on how the company will impact the environment. Great. That, that's a really great uh, contribution. Thank you so much for sharing that, Rai Karingal. And then as we start to close this out, no, uh, Felix, can you just share a couple of tips, especially let's talk to the entrepreneurs here in the house uh, who are just in the same position as you, uh, when do I jump? When do I go full-time entrepreneurship? What, or like for you, what should you have known when you made that, that you wish you had known when you first made that jump to entrepreneurship that you want to share? What are the hacks you want to share with our future entrepreneurs listening to us? Maybe two or three hacks. Um, siguro yung ano, the concept of fear. I mean, always there will, al- there, there will always be fear. And the hardest step cliche as it may sound, is the the first one. So, unless otherwise we have the courage to take the first step, we'll always be on the same spot. Na nag-iisip tayo, what, what if, what if, what if. So it always it will always be a what if unless otherwise we take the first step. We have uh, to take the courage to take that first step. So yun yung entrepreneurial. Siguro share ko na lang din yung personal ko na, no? yung FCV, uh, mm-hmm. following my initiative. When when you do things entrepreneurial man yan, professional. So first is you have to really have focus. Uh of course we we do things multitask and all that, but you have to understand that you have to focus at some point in time you have to focus on on things that really matter. In in the industrial engineering term it's called the vital few, the Pareto principle. Focus mm-hmm. on the things that really matters. Focus on the things that would give you um, more value. Next one would be C for consistency, uh, meaning every day you have to show up. I mean, even if hindi ka 100% okay, um, of course, there's another school of thought that you have to take rest, etc., etc. But I'm, I'm speaking in, in the perspective na you have to show up if you're like a business leader or a leader of a growing business or a startup or whatever, uh, may team ka, di ba parang, you, you are the model. So you have to always show up and, you know, show the people that this is how it should, it should be done. Na parang, kailangan consistent tayo on doing the things that, that matters. And then next would be visible or yung visibility for V. Um, Sometimes we're quite afraid to, you know, to to share people things. Um, yung mga lessons learned natin, we keep it we keep it to ourselves. So when I say becoming visible, you you become visible in your community. You become visible to 
like um, areas of practice that you are involved with. And because w- when when you become visible, you only you don't only give, you you also receive. So parang you try to give as many as you can through sharing, diba? through your communities of practice and all that. But at the same time, merong babalik sa'yo. Diba? Yung sinasabi ni RJ kanina that, that your net worth is your network. Ayan. So, yun yung pagiging visible. So, yan. Pag, pag nakikita ko ni RJ, I just, just to ano, I don't feel that RJ is yung sobrang taas na tao na, I mean, people would, would have that ano kasi notion kasi nasa TV and all that. So, sobrang ano ko siya kasi kapag nasa networking event kami, kasi nagiging classmate din kami sa mga <laughs> courses like Alibaba Entrepreneur, so oh. Genty, so parang yung ganon. So you have to make yourself visible. Kasi parang kapag hindi, nandun ka lang palagi sa isang place, you don't go out, you don't network. I mean, you're, you're, losing, you're losing significant things on both your professional and entrepreneurial journey. So yun lang, focus, uh, consistency, and visibility. Really great. Ang sarap yung Sunshine Costales, RJ Idol. Ang maraming salamat. Ikaw, tatlong ticket ka na. Bro, tatlong ticket ka na dyan sa <laughs> virtual passport. No, but it's really, that's, that's, that's my really strong belief. I mean, to be an entrepreneur requires a lot of humility, I guess, and the ability to say, you know, I'm willing to, to, to pick up mentors from wherever they come from, really. And that's, that's really uh, how I see things. And that's why I do Alibaba Entrepreneur Program. I do the SGV MAP program. But at the same time, you get to network with so many different people here. And I think that's yes, what's really yes. key. And before we close, a lot of great comments coming in before we start close up over here again. See Dominic Roy De Castro, I like what he said over here. Uh, generate, generative AI boosts productivity in any organization. Project management profession has officially adopted it and promotes it. Really great. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just learning all the different benefits right now. I've been using it for my talks. Makes things out easier. So, parang, does it align? And basically, you're going to see if it aligns with your own. Like when I give talks, does, does the, what the AI generate, is it, does it align with what I want to share also as well? Diba? And again, Kai Jose Chenko-Stylus, correct. Face your fear so that when the economy opens, you're there already. That's exactly what many of us did. Um, just to let all of you know, many of the very successful health and wellness products I see online, live streaming their products, making millions in TikTok shop. They, 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 they really pivoted their products during this pandemic. Really great job. Uh, from Alfonso Renier, again, saying uh, very important, the, the maxim of, uh, of the people here in ASCLEC, be significantly better. Let's focus on that. That's the last one, be significantly better. And of course, the most incorp- important comment comes from Catherine uh, Veroya over here. Thank you, sir. RJ, and of course, proud of you, Felix. Yan yung totoong boss ng ASCLEC. Again, thanks so much for joining us over here, um, uh, Felix. Again, December 2 is the Lifelong Learning Academy. Again, can we just flash the screen one more time? Uh, we've got free passes for all. We're going to reach out to you. But again, that will be, can we flash that on screen one more time, um, Zeke? That will be on December 2. That will be at the City Garden. Uh, hotel in Makati, the second Philippine lifelong learning conference. You can also find that on the Asklex PH page. There we go. Let's just flash it one more time here on screen. And uh, you can win up to 7,000 pesos in cash price for the seventh anniversary of Asklex. And for all those who won the virtual passes, again, congratulations. It's really a pleasure working together with you, um, Felix. And let's talk after this one. Don't, don't, don't shut off your camera after we say bye. Again, thanks so much. I hope you all enjoyed uh, the RJ Ladesk podcast. We will see you in the next podcast. Thanks so much, Felix. Good night, guys. Enjoy the rest of the week. Thank you, RJ. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual.